I survived. Yeah, that's that's about all we can say, I think. <laughs> you survived after being so sick. I was so sick. I I went to London and I caught the plague. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the You caught the Nando's plague. The the Nando <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I had a cheeky Nando's. God damn it, I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for, for the benefit of the two people who are listening to this, um, my British cousins, I, I jokingly told them they had to take me to Nando's because of the meme, and then they fucking showed up at my Airbnb and they're like, okay, we're gonna go on a cheeky prop call and then go to, go for a cheeky Nando's, and I'm like, oh <laughs> my god. So we had cheeky Nando's. Oh, none of that makes sense to me. No. <laughs> it, it wouldn't. I'm just smiling like, hee <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot of Britishisms that, like, you just would be like... Like, I, I don't think I told you, but um, Reese, my cousin, said he was behind me. I was wearing the, like, red striped sweater that I have. Mm-hmm. And I heard, I heard him go, solid jumper. And I, I, it took me, like, a full five seconds to realize, A... He's talking to me. B, he's complimenting my sweater. And also, C, it's striped. It's not solid. <laughs> That's what I would have said. He would have been like, wow, you dense American. Yes. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, no, he would have. Like a pound cake. It was... That's how dense. It, speaking of, like, well, he might listen to this, so I won't insult him, but... Um, Hi. <laughs> um, no, we, we quizzed my brother on, like, when... My brother was tipsy on mm. our cheeky pub crawl. We <laughs> we decided to because he's he was like, yeah, I'm a history nerd like Reese, and Reese was like, oh really? Ooh. So he like fake geek girled my brother, but with like history. Ooh. And then and then I turned to him. I'm like, should we add some literature into this? And he's like, yeah, I think we should. Oh my god, guys. And oh. so sorry. Yeah, it's alright. My legs don't feel good. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, I guess we should start the podcast. Mm. All right, you want to go first with our... I think. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I am the collective amount of times... Tim Tams, Chalamet, I'm assuming that's how you say his last name, because he's French. Uh, the collective times he has prematurely ejaculated in the movies he was in this year. 
the two movies. Otherwise known as Caitlin. <laughs> I always forget that part. And I am that wretched groundhog in Groundhog's Day. A movie I've never seen, but I I was going to ask. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> also known as Dolly. And we are film hosts. Uh, we have hot toddies. I like how your cousin says it. Hot toddies. <laughs> Krista. Yeah. But she, she says a lot of things like that, though. Oh. Like, that, that's just, that's, that's her funny voice. <laughs> like Cockney? Her fake Cockney accent. <laughs> yeah. the, to be clear, this is my non-British cousin. <laughs> Very Southern Californian cousin. Like South Bay. <laughs> yeah, not not remotely British. It's, it's it, yeah, no, it is her fake Cockney accent. Yeah. The other day, Chase actually played me, like, like one of the like most prominent UK rappers right now. Yeah. And he has a really strong Cockney accent. And That's I swear to God, the whole time I could not understand what he was saying. I no. was like, I think he's praising me, but also <laughs> You I, can't be sure. I just don't know what he's saying. Right. It was very it was such an interesting interesting ride. Yeah. It wasn't Skepta. I, oh, like I I don't know who that is. I don't know. I any, know he has shoes. I don't know any <laughs> British rappers other than the one that my other cousin dated. Um, was that like a lowly rapper or like a a rapper rapper? I think of lowly rapper. His name's Cracker John. <laughs> so, uh, instead of Farmer John, at least he's self aware. Would you know? Arguably the same John. And I, I'm assuming he had a Cockney accent. I never met him, but. Yeah. With the name like Cracker John. Yeah. You can't. And I know I know he's from Croydon, whatever that means. Oh jeez. Whatever that means. We just don't know anymore. Anyway, so this episode. Yeah, we're not gonna be talking about a movie per se. But a a collection of films that we enjoyed in 2017. I like that we're finishing each other's sentences. Oh. I don't think it's gonna last no. very long. No, see once you point it out, then it stops. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, yeah, we, um, for our first episode of this year, we decided we should do a recap of last year, because... Last year was a mess at the very end. <laughs> and the beginning. And the very beginning. Well, I mean at the very end, that's why we didn't have enough time. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, with, with, like, yeah. Yeah. With everything. I, I did see a film in London. I don't know if I put it on my top five. Ooh. Um, oh, you wrote it down on, on a post-it. I did. Dang. I you, did you're it. You're more a woman than I am. But I don't know what this... Oh, the... Oh, I can't read my own writing. Oh. Well, because I folded it in half, so I'm like, what Did is... you, like, kind of smear the lid? The graphite? I, it's pen. Oh. <laughs> hmm. I should I should reevaluate. I should maybe put that that film that I saw in my top five. Um, do you? How do you want to go about doing this? You want to? Because we're doing top five films of two thousand seventeen releases, yeah, and then also top five films of two thousand seventeen that we've never seen before, but we saw in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So do you want to do like? Surprise I do a five. Me. You do a five. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Okay. We can we can chime in on each other. Yeah. Cool. We'll see how long this lasts. Because we said <laughs> it'll be an easy episode. It'll be it'll really be super short. short. Like it's like really casual. As if we aren't chatty bitches. Oh, so chatty. Especially when we start talking about Logan Lucky. Um. Uh, 
So with that segue, go ahead. Um. <laughs> well, okay, so I didn't put mine in particular order. Oh, okay. I was just like, I like these films. I'm not going to think too hard about which one I like more than the other. That's fine. It's a collection of five films I really enjoyed. Yeah. Of 2017. We'll start with the, the new releases, because that's more topical. Tropical. Sure, sure. Um, so, <laughs> my number one is Logan Lucky. Yeah, okay, I see. <laughs> Okay, how about this? Every time we have a movie, like, we share a movie on the list, yeah, someone has to take a drink. Well, we're taking a drink. Okay, cause... someone out there, you take a shot. <laughs> so that's already one shot down for Logan Lucky. Listen, <sighs> Hillbilly Heist. Yeah, no, it was so good. <clears throat> it was so good. I've never been attracted to Adam Driver in my life. But he's so sleepy. He's, yeah, sleepy and like the southern drawl and the, the bartending. Oh, and your kid brother, like, oh. Yeah, yeah. He's just so, just like. It's just, the premise is too absurd not to like it. <laughs> like, if you like Channing Tatum or Daniel Craig, you don't even have to like Daniel Craig. Not really, if, no. If you would like to see Daniel Craig play a hillbilly. With like who very ki- convincingly, who kind of looks like a neo-Nazi but isn't. Very convincing hillbilly. Yeah, like you, you need to watch this movie. Like, let me look at my notes. I wrote some notes down. So yes, I put in all caps hillbilly heist. Yeah. First of all, hillbillies. Second of all, Channing Tatum. Funny in theory. Well, Channing Tatum's just funny, but hillbilly yeah. is funny in theory, and I liked it like that. Yeah. So when I have a hillbilly heist, I'm happy. But when I have like a hillbilly murder, I'm scared. Yeah, although Tucker and Dale versus Evil was good. That wasn't Hillbilly Murder, though. They didn't murder anyone. No, but they, they were involved in, in murder. Oh, what a great film. Hillbilly Horror. Also a great genre. Yeah. We need more Hillbilly Heist and Hillbilly, hillbilly Horror. Yeah, like not, not serious Hillbilly movies. Yeah. Cause what would be a serious Hillbilly movie? I don't know, something on like Trump supporters, probably. Or like, um, like something prairie. Yeah. What's that shit called? Little House on the Prairie? There you go. <laughs> I don't... The, the, I think that was just the way they lived, though. That, oh. That's not hillbilly. <laughs> Listen. Prairies, hillbillies, I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, And then I put Tanning Chatham. Yes. Him as a dad. With a southern accent. It's just so sweet. It's very... I've never been... I think my whole thing with Channing Tatum is, like, I've... I, I've become very attracted to his personality, but uh-huh. physically it's like, no. Yeah. But then in this, he is giant and angsty and... And at the same time, so sweet. And so sweet and has a fucking drawl. And so, yeah, now I'm attracted to two people I didn't think I'd be attracted to. And there's that moment where, where Channing Tatum's character, Logan, is talking to Adam Driver's character. I don't know the brother name. Um, Clyde. Clyde? Oh, I'm pretty sure. oh, that makes me love his character even more. It's so stupid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Clyde. Um, where, where he brings out the little diagram. Oh, and, and he's Logan's, just underwear. Logan's the last name. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. What's his first name? I don't remember. I don't, who cares? He's out, he's, Channing Tatum's in his underwear. Yeah. It's a nice little brick shot. Brings out, like, a panorama that he made of, For his kid brother. Yeah. To of, demonstrate. Of the heist. Yes. Like, what they're going to do in this heist. And listen, I fell in love. 
Yeah. That's all I can say. I guess we should give a proper synopsis beyond, like, Hillbilly Heist. I think that says enough. I, that's, honestly, every time I've recommended it to somebody, that's all I've said. That's how you recommended it to me, and I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's right. go. And, well, that's how I recommended it to my psychiatrist, and he was like, yeah, you're not selling it. <laughs> psychiatrist needs to get a psychiatrist let me tell you well he told me to watch baby driver which i still haven't done infant driver (laughs) infant Infant vehicular heist traveler yeah (laughs) conductor (laughs) jesus christ infant transporter there we go there we go (laughs) stupid god um embryotic no let's stop yeah this that's the whole that's the whole thing yeah but Daniel Craig as white trash science nerd. Yeah. Oh, perfect. What a perfect role for him. And like, and like, like a really... Sleazy. Sleazy, but also like good intentions, mm-hmm. well-intentioned. Like so, so, so far from James Bond. Yes. And it's amazing. It's the range this man has. I did not know until I watched this movie. Honestly, this role made me, made me respect him. Yeah. I was like, wow, look at you. You, yeah. could, you could do more than just brood. His his hatred of James Bond, like, kind of made me respect him, but, like, this pushed it over the top. Mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, what a good. But, yeah, so watch Logan Lucky, because if you like Southern accents, uh, ridiculous plots, heist. Surprise, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. This movie was made for me. Listen, it's a great movie. It's It's 100% fun yes 110 percent of the time yes and seth MacFarlane's in it and manages to not be that annoying yeah he's so, in it for like five minutes yeah i think i think that's like a testament of oh and sebastian stan does yoga yeah you just just watch it doesn't he only eat like raw foods too or something like something that something like that yeah this movie was made for me it's a crazy film let me tell you it's a it's rollicking is that what is that how the people describe I'm, things? I'm sure, yeah. Rollicking romp. Sure. Through family. Through rocky. Love. Mountains. And mountains. <laughs> <laughs> or, or heists. I don't know which. You know what? Let's move on. Okay. Okay, I already did one. Now you have to do one. All right. Um, okay, so 2017 releases. Mm-hmm. Um I, I did rank them because I have trouble ranking things. So. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I decided to step outside my comfort oh, zone a little bit. Wow. Uh, Thelma was good as fuck. Like, um, Tell the people what that was. Yeah, that, that was a Norwegian lesbian film. Like, this, was a, this was a really good year for gay shit. Like, in, in total, I think. Because I think when, when I... Um, I told my British cousin, oh yeah, I went to go see the gay movie. Like, I had to specify which one, because there's more than one. <laughs> um, or that, yeah. Um, so, so Thelma is about, um, there's this girl named Thelma. <laughs> um, <laughs> she comes from, like, a very religious upbringing and she goes away to college um and that's the first time she's living apart from her family and so it's kind of a she discovers who she really is in more ways than one um so it's like coming of age gay witchcraft 
kind of kind of thing. It's it hits it hits all my boxes basically. Like discovering your sexuality and discovering that you have magical powers associated with like your trauma is amazing. It's good. It's great. Um, and, and her love interest is hot as hell. Like, I don't understand how that happened. Do you know who it stars? I will look up their names. They're Norwegian, so. Um. Hjordis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rita. Rita. Uh. Two great shows you have to watch. <laughs> Danish shows. Yeah, not, not Norwegian. Hjordis. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, Eileen Harbo is um, Thelma, and Kaya Wilkins is Anya, mm. the the uh, love interest. But yeah, like it's it's really um, like it pretty much immediately you you get absorbed into mm. the movie. It's very like atmospheric in that sense. Mm. The score is amazing. It's got great synth. Um, you don't even like realize that music is happening because it's so well integrated with the rest of the movie. Mm. Um, and it, it's really surreal. It's, it comes with an epilepsy warning cause like, uh, Thelma has seizures. Like that's part of her power is mm. like, she starts having seizures and then weird shit happens. So like a bunch of birds fly into a window cause she saw a pretty girl. Um, oh. yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. So um but but there are like some sequences of flashing lights so it's like disorienting in a really cool way if you are not epileptic i would say all right yeah so my i yeah i i loved it it was so good and it's it's very fairy tale-esque um let me try to wrap up just let just wrap no, that would be bad. <laughs> we we both know that would be bad. <laughs> um, 2018, step out of your comfort zone. Just like how you rank the movies. My name is Philip. I am a poet. Hey. I wrote this poem just to show it. Woo. And I just turned nine. Uh-huh. You can write rhymes, but you can't write mine. Woo. I don't remember the rest of that. That's uh, Hamilton. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so it's, I don't know, it's an excellent movie. It's it's one of those movies that made me go, wow, I don't know if you guys like knew this, but movies are really good. <laughs> it's an experience. What an experience. It is, yeah. What's, what's your next one? All right, I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, but my, my next film is Get Out. Yeah. Is that, that on your that's list? That's on my list, yeah. Yeah, okay, fucking take another shot, guys. <laughs> Oh, we're taking... Okay, t- let's take a sip, too. I thought you meant that we take shots. I, oh, you meant they take shots. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the two people. The two people who are listening to us. Right. Um. Yeah, what a fucking great way to start the year. Yeah, right? Like, especially post-election. Yeah, just, like, immediately just kick my ass. Yeah, like, let's... Just kick my ass. Let, let's get into racial politics. Just... In, in the way that Oscar Isaac says, let's get into gender politics, oh but but it's Jordan Peele saying, let's, let's get into racial uh, politics. Or Jordan Peele just always like taking pictures of Ben Carson and Donald Trump and just saying, now you're in the sunken place. Fuck. 
That's my favorite. Yeah, I forgot he did that. It's, and he continues to do shit like that all the time. I, I need to follow this man on Twitter. I don't know why I'm not. An amazing man. I don't even follow him on Twitter. Well, no, I do. I just don't go on Twitter anymore. Yeah. But every time I do, it's always him yeah. memeing it up. And I'm like, I love amazing. you. Amazing, yeah. I love you. Um, yeah, it was probably the first, like... Was it the first horror movie I saw in theaters that was, like, a recent horror movie? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And, like, as soon as, like, the trailer came out for it, I was on its ass. Yeah, same. And then when it dropped, I was like, we're going. And then I think we went, like, the first day, right? Mm -hmm. We fucking went. The fucking theater was packed. Yep. There was so much laughter. It was great. It was amazing. It's such a funny, smart film that actually tackles, like microaggressions in a great way that shows that like hey it's not actually micro when it happens on a large scale like this right and also like i we we can talk about rose's character in a second Mm. but like it tackles both microaggressions it's like such a it's it's a really good deconstruction in a humorous way that Mm. becomes very serious yeah because it's like why am i laughing at this right oh right because they're dehumanizing this black man. Right. But in a comedic way that we're supposed to be like, ha ha ha, that can never happen, right? No, it fucking happens all the fucking time. Well, and, um, and then there's the best friend who's like, yeah, they're gonna, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer you. You're gonna be sex slaves. White people love their sex slaves. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Get Out was a film about friendship. Ultimately. See, and the thing I didn't know is that most of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims were people of color. So that reference is actually very apt. Oh, see, I know nothing about Jeffrey Dahmer. I didn't know that. I don't remember why I have Jeffrey Dahmer knowledge. I don't know what podcast I fell asleep to or, like, what Wikipedia article I skimmed, but I, like, awoke one day with, like... In a cold sweat. Yeah, with, In a Keith sweat. What what sweat? Never mind. (laughs) never heard of his songs never mind keep going oh um yeah i i just awoke one day with with jeffrey dahmer knowledge um yeah so that was actually a very apt reference but like it's the i don't know rose's character is so not to make this about white people but i'm gonna make this about white people it's such a good (laughs) deconstruction (laughs) of like (laughs) well-meaning white allyship and the fact that like your intentions can be whatever but like if you are doing nothing you're ultimately still feeding into you're still the problem yeah and if you are secretly you know preying on black people to bring to your family's uh upstate estate that's also forced land right like, obviously, that's also not contributing in a meaningful way, but her whole charade at first is being, like, the well-meaning white person. Mm-hmm. And the the parent charade, too, with the dad being like, oh, I'd have voted for Obama a third time if I could have. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's such a good, like, skewering of that well-meaning white liberal mm. thing. I think it's also really interesting, too, with Rose, is that... The whole time, you're, like, low-key rooting for her. Yeah. Because you have no idea. And, like, at the end, you're suddenly like, oh, my gosh, she had the keys all along. Yeah. And it's, like, such a interesting feeling because it's, like, 
how I feel when I realize that one of my white friends is actually racist. Yeah. And I'm just I like, holy shit, this whole time. I wish I would have <laughs> fucking known. I wasted so much time. You are so fucking racist. Yeah. Or, you know, you were so terrible in some way or another that right. you just conveniently like hid you, from me. Yeah, you, you didn't realize this person was actually dehumanizing you the entire time yeah. throughout the course of your relationship. Yeah, so I don't know. I think it's... I don't know. Hopefully, you know, for all those well-meaning white folks, yeah. they were able to kind of see that and be like, oh, hmm, hmm, maybe I shouldn't say this weird racialized remark right. about this person who is of a different skin tone than me because their skin, or what white people always say, oh my God, do you go tanning? Right. I love your skin tone. I wish <laughs> I was that dark. And I think I think Alison Williams is actually, she had an interview where she talked about like how it's a skewering of white allyship Mm -hmm. that i was she phrased it really well i will link to it if i can find it i don't know it's just like it was so beautifully shot yeah all the like scenic shots of the like forest woods i don't know what the fuck new york is um (laughs) that and then like like the panning shots of like the house yeah the close-ups of everyone's faces how uncomfortable it was but you couldn't really quite pinpoint why you were so uncomfortable other than like the racial aspect of it all well and also i guess it's it's like the stepford thing where you're like this is too perfect what's wrong yeah and then it's just it all comes crashing at the very end again it's a movie about friendship it's a movie about i told you so it's a movie about the tsa yes and how we're better off just listening to our best friends yes um yeah the politics of dating white people i mean i feel like i already touched upon that before but (laughs) this further just like kind of helped me cement my feelings in it being like oh for sure it's just very difficult you don't know how to step around white people yeah when you're being when you're romantically involved with a white person not being a white person right so i don't know it was just it made me cry did it yeah i don't remember the moment where they're throwing like all those like absurd comments at him they're like oh like oh. You know how she's feeling up on him yeah and like oh you're strong right. and things like that like asking him i forget like other like i just remember it was like when he first gets to the party right and it's just a bunch of white people talking right at him, yeah, yeah, yeah asking him really that. racist things that shit hit hard for me because it's like oh yeah you think it's really weird it's really outlandish that they would be asking you things but like i've heard these things in real life yeah i've been asked these things in real life right and it's just like i can't remove myself from that moment that makes sense and i think that's where a lot of like people don't understand is that like this is such an important thing to watch for people who have faced you know microaggressions and aggressions is that like we're in that moment with what's his chris chris yeah as opposed to, like, say, a white person who can be like, ha, 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 that's so weird. Why would they ask him that? But it's yeah. like, yeah, I why think, would they? I think by default, like, I'm pushed into Alison Williams's shoes as, as a white person who's dated people of color. Yeah, and I'm automatically that one brown person just coming in and being like, hey, 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 guys, what's up? Like, <laughs> Did you mean to do a Fat want... Albert thing? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you kind of did. Well, I guess I am kind of like Fat Albert. In what way? Well, meaning. Okay. Sorry, continue. <laughs> but yeah, just like, I don't know. It's a very, it's, there's just so much. Oh my God. It's just, it's so good. The sound gameplay. Oh my God. I just, 
Under the Skin. Oh my god, the song he plays. Yeah. Is oh my god. Yeah. Guys, it's like so so funny. I cried. I laughed. I, I screamed. I got my mother to watch it in theaters with me, and she has not seen a horror movie in like thirty years because the last thing she saw was Suspiria, and then she never saw another horror movie again. That's valid. There's bugs in that. There is. It's very gross. I, I think I think there was some like haunted shit that happened shortly after that that made her go, nope, nope, no more. But I got her. I got my mother to watch this movie, and she loved it. It's a it's such a good fucking movie. If, if if anyone out there hasn't watched it yet, why? Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Because it's like, even if you're not into horror things, it's not even that horrifying. No. It's just really, like, tense. The, the, the terror is society. The terror is racism. Yeah. And... And, like, weird stereotypes that get attributed to people without any basis for them and you know truthfully as a person of color this is our reality so just watch the movie already <laughs> just fucking watch it yeah you're, it's it's nothing different it's not like you haven't experienced it just fucking oh, watch do it do you want to talk about the japanese guy in get out because it's all white people and then the one japanese guy oh yeah the light-skinned brethren <laughs> She's taking a sip very, like, in, in like, a war flashback way. Like, she's reminiscing about traumatic past experiences. We don't have to get into it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a very distinct type of politic that runs between Team Light Skin Asians and Team Dark Skin Asians. And the Team Light Skin Asians tend to from my experience, tend to align more so with the team white skin. Yes. Um, like, well, like the Korean man who told you you're not Asian. He, the multiple Korean people who have told me that. Oh, I, I'm just remembering the guy at the bus yeah, stop. Yeah, the guy at the bus stop. There was an auntie at a store, uh, like in Koreatown. He was no. like, what are you? And I was like, I'm Cambodian. She was like, what is that? And I'm like, it's, it's in Asia. And she was like, no, it's not. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were a fucking Magellan. Fuck. Like, what the fuck? Or I don't... Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I don't... I, bitch, what? What are you... What? Excuse yeah. me. We're literally part of the continent. I don't... Oh, whatever. But yeah, just like many uh, East Asianer right. will tell me that somehow because I am from Southeast Asia, it's suddenly not Asian. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, too. A lot of like white people think that, too. Right. When they're just like, oh, Southeast Asia. Like, what's that? Oh. I mean, to be fair, we don't think the Middle East is Asia, so... Yeah, I think we, that's a work in progress. We just don't have a great grasp on geography. That's that's definitely... I, within recent years, more people are starting to... This sounds stupid, but, like, accept it. Yeah. What are you accepting? The truth? I know. <laughs> geography? Yes. What are you accepting? But, yeah, um... Our, our arbitrary system of identification that, like, you should at least understand if we're gonna fucking use it. Yeah, and how maps are fake and wrong. Yeah. They're fake and wrong, so just, that, like, That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's another time. But yeah, um... Did we get into it? Was that us getting I, into I, it? I think so, sure. Okay. Anyways, or, again, watch Get Out. Or, or like, uh... I know there was some articles about, like, um black asian relations Mm-mm. um as represented in the film what specifically are you talking about? like um i think somebody wrote about 
um, like the tendency to believe the same like stereotypes of black people as white people do. Mm -hmm. I know that in a lot of like instances, if you are light skinned Asian, you are more inclined to believe yourself to be have more similar similarities with a white person yeah. as opposed to that of like a black person. Yeah. Which is wild to me because it's like, okay, do you, do you not know what, what white people did? Okay, but fine, <laughs> cool. Whatever, Japan colonized a lot of Asia, so did China. But whatever, whatever. We're not going to even get into that. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's okay. But yeah, so it's like growing up in... Redacted. Um, being Cambodian, which means I'm dark, a refugee too, not coming here because like we had extra money and we wanted to like kick it. Yeah. Um, like growing up in the hood and in poor neighborhoods, things like that, like I found myself being able to relate more to the black kids at my school and the Mexican kids at my school. And the Vietnamese kids in my school, because, you know, we're still Asian, but, right. like, yeah, yeah. the couple of white kids out there, they just felt so foreign to me because they were busting. They had their parents make them foods. They, you know, always had, like, nice shoes and shit like that and, like, right. were, act- were told to act a certain way, which is- usually means they were rude. Yeah, basically. <laughs> because, because <laughs> let me tell you, everyone wants to say that, like, what, inner city kids are rude and, like, misbehaved? No. Not under... A brown mom's watch. <laughs> no, you are fucking not. No, that's true. Um, so, I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. I didn't really think about that too much, so I don't. I, oh, okay. don't, I can't really form. Yeah, I'll much. I'll I'll maybe like go find that article and yeah. link to that as well. It's very. It's. I'm sure once I have more time to think about it, and I'm not under the influence of an of a hot toddy. Yeah. Then I would have more comprehensive thoughts. Yeah. No worries. Um, I, I sprung it on you. So. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, again, I think this is like the third time I'm saying it. Go watch Get Out, fuck, fuck face. <laughs> um, yeah, I ranked Get Out as third. So my, my second one is The Shape of Water. I don't know if I need to get into that because I... I we are, we got we, into we it. We got into it. <laughs> it's just really good, guys. And like, I don't know. If, if you... I don't remember if I said this in the last episode or not, but, like, I have trouble, um, I guess, kind of connecting with Guillermo del Toro films. Like, I was kind of lukewarm on both Crimson Peak and on um, uh, Pacific Rim, and I haven't seen a whole lot of... Oh, I've seen El Orfanato um, and some others. Uh, Book of Life he produced. He didn't... Yeah. I'm thinking out loud, sorry. Um, <laughs> Ed Sheeran reference. No. Ooh. That was playing in the cafe that I was just Oh, at. no, 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 no. That music needs to stay in the UK. But it was Shape of You. Ooh, oh my God. There's just too much is happening right now. Yeah, it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, yeah, no, The Shape of Water was really good. Um, if you, like me, have or have been sort of lukewarm on other Guillermo del Toro films, this is probably a good access point for you because it's also very atmospheric. The score is great. Um, She fucks the fish. 
Well, Marky asked. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's like a benefit or a. a it's all listen benefit. A lot of a lot of people on my my Twitter feed are not thrilled about the fish fucking. Why? <laughs> They're like, it's so weird. I'm like, I've played Mass Effect. Like, I'm so desensitized. <laughs> listen, listen. You gonna touch a butthole? It's okay to touch a fish. Especially like an anthropomorphic fish. It's and it's not a furry. Yeah, she's cute. Um, <laughs> the cat just made an entrance. It, it's it's not a furry thing. It's he he is very much an anthropomorphic fish man. Mm. River god. He's just a sexy fish. Let us fuck the sexy fish. Yeah, like like with a very carefully sculpted ass, literally. <sighs> because I I guess Guillermo del Toro asked his wife and daughter like, is this a good enough ass? And they're like, no, it needs to be more shapely. <laughs> More ass. Yeah. So Shape of Water. Cool. Yeah. And if you need more convincing, listen to our last episode. I guess. If, if you want more detail, I don't know what titled, else to say about it. What's it titled? Uh, now that's what I call a wet dream. There we go. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you can have these in your... Yeah. Technically, one of these, I think, came out in 2016, but we watched it in 2017, but it was like at the end of 2016. So I'm counting it. Uh, okay, anyway. sure. But um, I'm just going to go from what I have. So I have Wonder Woman. Okay. That's not... You don't have that? Nope. Okay. So I recently just watched that with Indy. And oh my god. I never felt more of a need to want to just like punch a wall. Yeah. And see if I could just do it. <laughs> like I was just like, I just want to try because oh my god. Yeah. All these fucking amazing women with like casual abs and biceps yeah, right? and like thighs and fucking Robin Wright. Just yeah, just like fucking flying she through the air so and kicking. Hot. And I'm just like, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, you didn't want warn me about this. Oh my god, it's just it was inspiring. It was beautiful. I want yeah. I I, I do just, recall wanting to punch things afterwards. Right, it's just like you just kind of want to run a lap, but not in the same way that I normally want to run a lap. Yeah, it's like I want to run a lap because I can. Yeah, because I can. Yeah, because I have the physical strength and ability to do that. Yeah, like, oh my god, what it, and like I feel like, I think it does a really good job at actually balancing plot and character for a superhero film. I would say, yeah. Because a lot of the times you have a lot of, like, I don't know. I don't really watch any of the DC films. You you have Civil War or Suicide Squad. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You have either Civil War or Suicide Squad. Now you think one was a lot of roundabout plot civil war yeah and one was just too much they didn't know what the fuck like they were doing like inept fucking character development oh the worst that movie was so bad it was so bad civil war was not great either but like nothing nothing is as bad as suicide squad nothing except for surf ninja but that's another conversation what's surf ninja i had to watch it for taekwondo oh my god we had taekwondo sleepovers oh that's cute in the studio the dojang was it stinky yes oh. <laughs> a bunch of little stinky kids always, having to watch a movie yeah they always made us fucking watch surf ninja and like the, but before doing i don't know if it was before we went to bed or before we watched the movie but we were supposed to meditate and like 
my main memory of this occurrence is like one of my instructors going, okay, first one to float gets a cookie. Oh, cute. Yes, it was great. He's good. He's good with kids. Great um, man. Got me into Neopets. <laughs> and that's where the flur- the furry side of Caitlin all Listen, began. there isn't one. Don't okay. believe the slander. Sure. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so Wonder Woman. Just... Well, <laughs> I was doing a chef's kiss. Yeah, and she hit the mic um, instead. I don't know. I just like that there was like the superhero was a girl, and then there was also a bad character who was a girl. Yeah, and that like there was also the sell the silly side character who was a girl, and then like the stoic like background characters who were girls. Like yeah, literally anytime they could place in a a woman. They did. And, like, the armor wasn't sexy. It was was practical. Like, oh, my God. It was just, like... At least by, like, movie armor standards. And it's, like, it's not that hard. It's not. And then then you see, like, what they they did to the Amazons in uh, Justice League, which I did not see, but I... Kiko was telling me about that. Yeah, like, I saw saw the... Exposed stomachs. Yeah. Amazons would never. No. They would never. Are you kidding me? They know that that's a vital place. I mean, Greeks did fight naked, but... They're not the Greeks. No. They're better. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's just, like, so interesting that, like, what Chris Pine's character's... Yeah. Steve, right? Steve's Steve. assistant, her. I yeah. her name. I don't remember anyone's names. But her, like, that could have very easily been, like, a male character, because we've seen that goofy male right. character who's somehow competent. Right. Who's, you know, the sidekick to this, like, strong, sexy man. Yeah. But, like, it's a woman this time. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, and, like, she's clearly into... Oh, yeah. Diana. And, and like, <laughs> a very Eleanor's into Tahani kind of way. Exactly. And, like, I, it's just so refreshing to see that, like, it's not hard. No. You can have these characters and also have them be women. And that, like, that No Man's Land scene was so good. Which one? Um, I, th- I think where they're, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, like, trenches. Yeah, and, and Steve's, like, yeah, don't. There's nothing we can do for them. And Diana's, like, uh, no. She's, like, excuse me? You sound like a wimp. Bye, <laughs> chump, bitch. Fuck. And then she floats off and she fights. And she runs through mazes of bullets. Yeah. And it's incredible. I'm I'm so mad about the cross like comic universe Steve's committing suicide by airplane for the greater good. <laughs> Listen, I think we need to have a ban on the name Steve. We need to have a ban on Steve's piloting things. I just had a war flashback because I said a ban on Steve. Oh shit! And I was like, oh no no no. Well, yeah, we do need to have we need to ban that. I mean, one. we we kind of did. Dear God, because he's right. he's unemployed now. Honestly, when turd, we know what's what did I call him? Tri- triglyceride doodad <laughs> was like, I'm gonna get my lawyers to send you a cease and desist letter, and I'm just like standing here like, wait, aren't you the president? Couldn't you? Yeah. It just was like so out of body for me i was just like this doesn't make any sense to me anymore because like i know he's not really the president oh right oh yeah do you do you know what i'm talking about no i don't when donald trump was like 
he was going to send a cease and desist letter to Steve Bannon oh, for the book right, that they're okay. writing. Because they're like, he's like, this is all lies and slander. Right. But it's just kind of like, you're the president of the United States. You could probably do a little bit more than that. But we don't want him to. Exactly. That's where my out-of-body oh, okay. experience happened. Because okay. I was like, I wait. See. It was like a devil and another devil oh, okay. talking to each other. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, you don't want that. And I'm like, wait, but... Doesn't this just prove that he's a fake, he's just a puppet? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like... I, I kind of, yeah. I just can't... Yeah, it's very strange. Anyway. Yeah. Um, does, does that wrap up Wonder Woman? Yeah, um... Gal Gadot's hot. Who? Oh, Gal Gadot, yeah. She punches things. She's stunning. She is so good at playing, like, naive. Yeah. But also, like, Confident. really intelligent. Yeah. And, like, we'll kick your ass. And, and I don't know, she's a fast learner. Yeah. And I really love her relationship, as short as it was with Steve, because it was just kind of like... He's clearly so into her, but he also needs to play it cool because he's like, well, she's so hot. <laughs> you know, it was just like a mess for him. Yeah. Because at any given moment, you know, he was probably like, is she watching? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and tries to flex a little bit. Is she watching? God damn it. And it's just like, I love that. Oh, meepy. Yeah, we got another cat experience here. Oh, there she goes. She fell over. Yeah. Anyways, Wonder Woman. Um, Caitlin, we're reaching an hour. Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, I've got, uh, to round up my top five, because Logan Lucky, I put a fifth. Um, oh. I have another superhero movie, fucking Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragn- yeah, Ragnarok. Ragadoodle. Yeah. Gretgutska. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that's an obscure reference that one person's going to get. Hey. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's such a refreshing I guess, like, take on superhero movies because it's Taika Waititi directed it. He's not a serious man. He doesn't come from a serious country. No, he hails from New Zealand. There are a fair amount of New Zealanders in this movie as a result. And the Flight of the Concords in it? Uh, no. But the the, uh, child services officer from... Uh, hunt for the yeah, hunt for the wilder people. I love it. her. Yeah, and she's playing basically the same character. She's so funny. She's hilarious. She plays Jeff Goldblum's uh, right hand man. Oh my god! Jeff Goldblum is in it, like as like a. <sighs> do we even know? We do. Like, do we care? He's in it. He's in it. Yeah. He has ridiculous makeup. He's playing himself. He's like. <laughs> An orgy host slash, like, leader of this planet on which he makes people fight. Um, so he's playing himself. Yes. No, he's he's really just himself. It's, like, heavily implied that he and Loki bang. In my opinion. In my opinion. Um, no, it's such, it's such a good fucking movie. It's so slapstick. It does not take itself seriously at all. Anytime there's, like, a big superhero moment... Um, yeah, I stopped paying attention to her and she didn't like it. Mm -mm. Um, anytime there's like a big dramatic moment, something hilarious happens. So like, um, Tessa Thompson, her character, which like, if, if you are bisexual, you should see this movie. If you're pansexual, you should, if, if you're attracted to multiple genders, 
please see this movie because Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson together kind of like aggressively not flirting, but like they're kind of into each other. It's so good. They're both so gorgeous. Um, yeah, Tessa Thompson, when she first shows up, she's, she's there to like capture Thor, um, who's arrived on the garbage dump planet. That is Jeff Goldblum's dominion. Um, and she saves him essentially, but like as she's walking out of her spaceship going, he's mine. She takes a swig from a bottle because she's like low key and alcoholic um, and falls off the ramp of her spaceship. Same. Like as she's walking dramatically, like to, to, to fight these trash mongers. It's so good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's, Thor, in particular, has a reputation for being, like, very much one of the lesser of the Marvel franchises, but I this really redeemed it, because it doesn't take itself seriously. There's character development, despite that it doesn't take itself seriously. There's so much fucking slapstick. And there's... I don't know. Like, you get character development out of Tessa Thompson's character, out of Thor. Thor kind of grows up. It's weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's such a good movie. And I think that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> Yay. So I'm just going to say my two last movies. Oh, okay. So, uh, one being Atomic Blonde. Yeah, that's, that's like my honorary mention. Okay, and then the one that I mentioned that was, like, came, technically, I think, came out in 2016, but we watched it in 2017. Okay. Hidden Figures. Oh, okay, yeah. Because that shit made me cry. Yeah. Just, like, seeing, first of all, like, science ladies? Yeah. Space science ladies. Right. Who didn't give a damn. No. Like, oh my god. First first of all, everyone's so fucking cute in that film. Oh yeah, I want Taraji P. Henson to adopt me, but like specifically as that character. <laughs> like, the dressing, or costuming? Yeah. Cute. The hair? Cute. Accessories? Cute. Everyone felt so fucking cute. The interactions, how everyone has like families and like... Yeah. Oh, and it's just like... Mahershala Ali. <laughs> <laughs> love that man yeah i love that man he was just trying to woo her yeah he was just trying to be like hey i want to get to know you <laughs> and she's like no <laughs> i don't want you to know me right. and honestly same it's a beautiful relationship yeah it's just everything about it just like honestly so inspiring at the very end where they show like the actual pictures of um the women that yeah. they are portraying incredible and, like, to think that, like, again, I wouldn't have known about this. No. Because it's, it's not something that's in history books. We don't ever hear about the fact that there were black women. Yeah. In, in NASA. Fucking tearing shit up. Yeah. Like, from day fucking one, already trying to, like, fuck up the system and be like, hey, we're here. And we're going to be smarter than you. Yeah. Like, oh my and God. more competent. And just, like, knock this shit out of the park. Yeah. And also, like, be really cute. Yeah. Loved it. I love Hidden Figures. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. Oh. <gasps> I'm gay. Is, is how my thoughts on let that. Me, here, let me read you the notes that I have on that one. Please do. So I have... 
This is all in caps. Uh-huh. Kick my ass, Charlize. Yes. Hot, grimy, double agent, James McAvoy. Oh, I know. And I put, Isabella Butella? <laughs> French? <laughs> and that's all in caps, and that's all I really have to say about it. Really, though, like, it, it does not let you forget it's set in the 80s, mm-hmm. which I love. It's so over the top. It's mm-hmm. so flashy. It's so gay. Yes. And, like, similar to, like, how the costuming for Hidden Figures was so good, the costuming for this was so oh, good, yeah. too. Like, that green turtleneck Charlize Theron has on when she gets that shit kicked out of her <sighs> in the yeah. stairwell scene. Oh, my God. Which, the fucking fight choreography. So good. It's so, like, I, I double featured that and um, the first Kingsman movie on my flight back from London, and... The reason I even went to rewatch Atomic Blonde is because the the choreography, well, A, Sophia Butella is in both of them. But B, more Isabella Butella. Isabella Butella, right, right. Yes. yes. Um <laughs> as as she is otherwise known. Um or misremembered. Uh, <laughs> B, like the choreo in Kingsman is so fucking unrealistic and that's fine. It's that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I want to see people like actually, because this is a thing I'm invested in now being like a person who does Krav Maga and kickboxing. Like I'm, I really admire like well done fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like a lot of people in the martial arts communities, like love atomic blonde because it's realistic it's and it's stairwell scene yeah a fucking six minute long like i get so bored of like fight scenes this is six minutes long a single shot of charlie's fucking dudes up in a stairwell and then when they're in the room and she has to they're like the moment where they're both kind of gasping for air yeah before their next it's move. completely realistic because you get the shit kicked out of you you're you're gonna be fucking stumbling mm-hmm. oh god also, James McAvoy in his sweater yeah, vest. His sleeveless. Sleeveless. Yeah. There was like, the sweater vest. Yeah, yeah. And then a full-on fur ass coat. Right. And no fucking hair. And a cast. Yep. Take me on the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I was like, yeah. I, I wanted to die. I was like, you look so dirty. Yeah. I love this. But I'm into it. Charlie's there in the whole time. Oh my god. Her fucking legs. Yeah. Go what? for miles. I just thank God they gave so many like body shots. Yeah. Because like her legs are so long. Yeah. And all the heels that she wore, mm-hmm. the boots that the, she wore. The pants. I was like, yeah. thank you, costume designer, for this because you know how to dress her body. Oh yes, and and they knew what to do with Sophia Isabella Butella. <laughs> Damn her name. <laughs> so Sophia Maria Isabella Butella. There you go. <laughs> Make yeah. her Catholic. I was gonna say now and she Italian. Sounds, she sounds like a Mamma Mia character now. No, she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. French. Yes. I put French and question marks, and I was like, what? She, she is French. Yeah, but also, like, her speaking French, I was like... Oh, right. How dare you? Okay, I see. Use it, using the colonizer's language yeah. against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like... Mm-hmm. You couldn't see what I was doing. I'm making question marks with my fingers. Yeah, no, it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, the fight scenes were realistic. Uh, and I know a lot of people were praising it because, like... Um, I 
there's a whole thing about women in martial arts and like people of different abilities um, in terms of like what you can do and can't do and like how like whether that will be effective and so it managed to like realistically show how a woman would fight men like effectively Mm. without it being condescending and like you're at a disadvantage because of blah but no Mm -hmm. it's, it's like she she's using very specific techniques using their weight against them using force and speed rather than like mm-hmm. brute strength mm-hmm. or throwing chairs across the room and then suddenly shattering into a million pieces that yeah. every martial arts movie unrealistically does right uh, yeah it's 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 i don't know really cool to see she is so she is lanky as hell. Oh yeah. She is fighting these big bulky dudes. Mm-hmm. And it is And winning. Yes. And it's it's great to see like I don't know, that done in a realistic but not condescending way. Atomic Blonde. Good for the soul. Watch Hidden Figures if you want to feel inspired and cry and be like, wow, I'm so intelligent and smart. Watch Atomic Blonde if you want to feel in- intelligent and strong and inspired. And also be like, wow. Yeah. Charlie's Theron's legs. Yeah. It's it's a, a ridiculous spy movie and I love it. Yeah. Those are those are my top. Yeah, that was my top too. I the other honorable uh, honorable mention I'll give is to um Ghost Trip. Uh I didn't watch that. Yeah. I keep I kept meaning to. But then again, the only other movie that I watched this year that didn't make my top five, Logan. <laughs> and I was like, I only need one superhero movie. Yeah. I watched Logan by myself and I cried in yeah. the theater. Yeah. Next to a couple. <laughs> Why did they sit next to me? I don't know. I think I also watched Logan on a plane. Jet setter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, should we just do like a five minute rundown of like our favorite our old releases? Yeah. The, the, the things we saw for the first time in, okay. in 2017. Um, you want to go first? Uh, sure. I'll time you for five minutes. We're oh. going to start at 58. Okay? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, ready? Okay, right, right. Four, three, two, one, go. Scream was so good. It's so good. It's, it's such, like, it's a good parody of the 90s and of horror movies, while also being a very effective horror movie. Um, do, do you want to trade off, or nope. should I just, okay. You five minutes of um, you. Happy Together uh, is by directed by Wong Kar Wai, who is my apparently my most watched director this year. I need to rewatch it, but it's fucking devastating. Uh, so if you like, um, I don't know the general concept of like um, an unhealthy gay relationship that like neither of them can like pull away from and also they're in Argentina <laughs> yes um I know it's it's so good I I would have more coherent thoughts on it if I had rewatched it recently but I haven't it's just very good <laughs> it's as devastating as his other films uh Jackie I watched in 2017 and I didn't know Natalie Portman's weird crying could be done effectively 
It's done very effectively. It's excellent. Um, no, but she she is great in that movie. It's a very good dissection of like Jackie Kennedy as a figure and also like kind of the mythic quality that got assigned to the Kennedys in general. Um, and also how incompetent fucking Nixon. Nixon? No. Dixon. Johnson. Oh. Same. Yeah. John Johnson and his wife were. Um, Rosemary's Baby, I watched for the first time. God damn you, Roman Polanski. But that was an excellent movie. <laughs> it's really good. I, and I know Jordan Peele said it was, it was part of, like, the influence for Get Out in that, like, it's seemingly idyllic, but you can sense something is wrong. And, uh, yeah. Like, I, I see how that happened. Um, and... Oh, that was my, I guess that's my fourth one. My third one is Green Room, which is horrifying <laughs> um, because it's Nazis. I, I had more coherent thoughts about that one too, but the hot toddy is really kicking in. Yeah. Basically, I don't know. It's, I, I'm a sucker for anything Aaliyah Shakat's in. So final girls, I want to also give like a shout out to, cause that was a great, great, like scream-esque deconstruction of horror movies and also like made me cry because mother daughter relationships. Um, but green room is so horrifying. It's so tense. I'm going to name my, my first ulcer. I will name it after green room cause it's so, it's. Not technically a horror movie, but it's tense as fuck, and horrifying things happen. Mm. So, I, I think I'm done. Was that five films? I thought that was four. Yeah, because it's Scream, Happy Together, Jackie, Rosemary's Baby, and Green oh, Room. Good job. You did that. Yeah. Under five minutes. Congrats. Yeah. I, I also liked Under the Skin, but we don't have to get into that. Oh, Under the Skin. Yeah. Okay, so I will... Start with mine in ten seconds. <laughs> There's a lot that I have to talk about. Okay. Okay. So I didn't order mine again because I was like I can't order these, but there is one clear winner, and that would be at the very end. Um. So I agree with you, Green Room. Yeah. Uh, it was technically a horror thriller from 2015. Oh my God, Nazi punks fuck off. Yeah. Iconic. Yes. Truly iconic. Um, it, it's like, rest in peace, Tiger. Oh, rest in peace. Oh, my boyfriend, Tiger. Um, but also, sweet small boy, Anton. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just... The whole time, you just want to carry him because he knows something is bad. And he knows they shouldn't be there. And it's just like, Patrick Stewart? A Nazi? Yeah. Oh, my God. Really weird. Crazy. But yeah, Green Room, such a great film. So... Such a great film. I do, I do have to say Patrick Stewart makes an unconvincing racist, which is kind of comforting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also have Under the Shadow. Shadows. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, 2016 Family Ghost Tour is what I classified it as. That's, that's accurate. Um, where is he from? Iran? Iran, yeah. Yeah. Um, Iran during the 80s. And Jin, right? Yes. Jin, like ghosts. Um, Are they ghosts like or possessions? Yeah, they're like demons. More okay, like, or spirits. Listen, we don't know anything. The shit's 
fucking wild. We watched it with Kate. So it was the three of us with Kate on the couch. Oh my, we screamed at toast. Remember that? Yeah. That's how you know that movie's effective. It's so good. The jump scare was fucking toast popping. Like also the lead woman is so pretty. Yeah. So pretty. And the baby. Yeah. She's so cute. More mother daughter dynamics. Oh yes. Honestly, if you're a fan of the Babadook, but would like a, like you're talking during my time. I know. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, yeah. Spooks around every corner. It's, it's, I even put that. I love a mother daughter daughter horror film. Yeah. Like, uh, Dark Water. Yeah. Whew. Or Deep deep Water? Dark Water. Dark Water. Okay. Uh, Um, and then I also have, uh, The Lobster. I watched that in 2017. It came out in 2015. (laughs) First of all, I, it's a wild romance film. But we love a frumpy Colin Farrell. We do. We love a frumpy a Colin Farrell. A frumpy Farrell. bisexual Colin Farrell. Yes. And so it's, listen, if you haven't watched it, it's weird as fuck. I didn't know what I was expecting when I first went into it. But so good. It's so funny. You keep talking during my time. I'm just adding comments. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I didn't talk at all during yours. Um, but yeah, so... There's like, it's a movie with narration in it. And at first I was like, this is going to be weird. I don't really like movies with narration unless it's like planet earth. But this movie, like, there's just something so like everyone's so uncomfortable throughout the whole film that it's so delightful because they're all uncomfortable. And at the very end, it's, it's just so good. I don't know how else to describe it, but if you love a frumpy Colin Farrell, you will love this film because he is frumpy, he has a mustache, he has glasses, and he's uncomfortable. Um, I also have, I, I watched this year, A Trip to the Moon, Les Voyages dans la Lune, um, by Marie-Georges John Millier. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's a 1902 French space exploration surrealist silent film. They recently... Uh, Re enhanced, re remastered, remastered <laughs> the film, adding color to it. So uh, someone who went through uh, in the past actually, who went through and hand colored each slide of the film, and it's just really wild. It's really surrealist, obviously, and it's truly iconic too, with all the like dramatic shots of the rocket flying into the moon's eye, uh, the aliens on the moon, um, all the people celebrating on earth when the, you know, space, uh, cadets come back. It's so fun. It's short. Technically it's like 14 minutes. So it's a very short film, but I love watching it because it's silent. So you have to kind of interpret all the noises yourself. And I think that's part of what makes it so great because like 1902, they didn't know what the fuck was going on in space. And guess what? We still don't know what the fuck is going on in space. True. A theme that persists. True. And my last film, I'm not going to have enough time for, is Cube. Watch it. It's on YouTube. It's so good. I'll give you an extra minute since I kept chiming in. Thanks. So, Kate Cube, people have said it's the original Saw movies. There's three of them, and it's a Canadian film. The first one came out in 1997, and... It is one hell of a ride. So it's about booby traps. You are stuck in a cube. And every other room that you go into is also a cube. And you soon find out that these people who are stuck in this cube are stuck in a larger cube of interlocking cubes. I hate this. And they need to find a way out 
and they need to find an algorithm to find out which rooms are safe. But when they get it wrong, they get it terribly, horribly wrong to the point where like there are wire fences that cut people into tiny squares if you make the wrong move. Oh my God, it's fucking wild. Lemon deserves more. Uh, I hate Quentin and don't watch the second or the third one because they're not as good as the first one. Only watch the first one. That's all you ever need. Fuck saw. Watch Cube. That's it. Okay. Anything else? Um, I have a Cube shirt. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for sure. Cube is so good because it's so bad. It's so bad it's good. Watch Cube. That's it. Okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll return to our regularly irregularly scheduled yeah i was like i don't know if we can we're, we're not regular we're yeah. irregular i think we need to take some metamucil i forgot to take my meds shit um that makes sense yeah meds fiber oh make us regular oh i thought metamucil was like i got it confused with mucinex oh no yeah <laughs> okay yeah, we'll return to our... To our, something. Yeah, our whatever the fuck. I don't know what we're watching, but... We'll watch something. Yeah. Hopefully together. Hopefully, yeah. And go from there. Have, have thoughts about it. Have a thought. Yes. But yeah, um, that was our 2017... Recap. Um, it was a wild ride. Um, I already forgot most of it. Yeah. I just remembered we did not describe the podcast, but it's okay. We never do. It's, yeah. If you're here, you know what's happening. Yeah, and if you're listening to us for this long, then, well, I think you kind of know what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rate, review, please. Subscribe? Subscribe. That's that's the thing, right? Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, yeah. Find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah. I think on SoundCloud we are film-hose. Mm-hmm. Twitter and our website is... Film hose, no dash. Yes. Find us. Do things. Yeah. Suggest us movies. Contact us. We love getting tweets. Jaren only tweets us. <laughs> <laughs> Jaren's the only one. Jaren's the only one that tweets us. But we love it. Um. So, like, yeah. Tweet. Tell us what we should watch in 2018 because that's a yeah, that's a good point. Because I don't think either of us have watched any new things in 2018. I don't think there's anything new yet. Oh well, just kidding. The year just started. Proud Mary. (gasps) Let's watch that. I think I'm going to on Friday. Woohoo, Audrey. Oh, okay. I'll let you know if I don't. I probably want to rewatch it. Anyway, (laughs) you can still watch it. Yeah. Not like I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Um. Thank you. Yep. Thank and you for... Oh, oh go ahead. Thank, thank you for 2017. <laughs> go ahead, Kaylin. Take it away. Finn.